Hi, I'm Rowetta and you're listening to the Tuesday Night Out podcast. It's free, don't you know? This is Tom Skinner. For the best night in, pick Tuesday's Night Out. Here on Widdenshaw FM 97.2. Rewind the track. The iPod of joy is not very joyous today. It's very dead. It was working five minutes ago. Yes. Hello. <sighs> hello. Um, excuse me, for the listener. Do you know who we've got? Just for the listener. Oh, hello. Hello, hello there you go. listener. It's, there you go. It's yes. Tuesday night out Do you know for the lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans community of Withenshaw and South Manchesterford. We're Indeed. here, we're queer, and what are we not doing? Um, not having an iPod. There you go. Indeed. We're it, not iPodding. Are we free? Uh, no. This wasn't, it cost me a fortune. I'm free. I'm free. Um, oh. So, yes, we will be having lots of music if we can find some uh, <laughs> when I fix the iPod. So, uh, wonderful. Do, do, do you know, I knew it was going to break. I got an email from Apple the other day going, your warranty is about to expire. Oh. Like, um, yeah, that's all it means. I it's going to break I now. I it knew, didn't it? Oh, yes. no. So, what have we got coming up on this show as we haven't got an iPod? Well, we will, of course, It's have, going to be 1997. Have, yes, 1997. Every disc I've yes. got. Uh, we will have... <sighs> It's back. Oh, it's, it's back. With it's us. working. It's with okay. us. <laughs> you right. carry on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we will be having the usual uh, gay news. We're not going to camp at all tonight. No, we're not. No, no. Oh, perish the thought. Oh, no. Titty, you're not. Um, we'll be chatting about various things. I'll be turning the volume down on this computer as well so it doesn't go <laughs> every time there's a pop up on it. We're doing well so far, aren't we? We're doing really well. We're doing very well. It looks like really, really well. chink now as I turn the volume down. <laughs> I know. I've got some new things. I've got new uh, idents. Anyway, uh, new idents. Molly Sugden's back. Yes, Molly Sugden's back, and we're also going to be chatting to... We've got an interview. Yes. Shall I tell you who it is? Well, I could say it's... Go on, you tell him. It's Dave Lynn. Dave Lynn. Mm. Now, that name might not mean something... No. ...to a lot of people, but can I do a couple of little cl- cluelets? Oh, cluelets. Well, Let's fir- do cluelets. First little clue is, I feel like chicken tonight. Like chicken tonight? Yes. I'll have one and of you, you and, and I'll have ten, ten of, of your friends. mate. Yes. Right. What's, what's that, Petra? What's going on down there? So that's a film reference to the film uh, that he's in. Yes. Was in. It's quite an old film, but we like it. We love it. He's not old. I mean, he must only be 12. Oh, I know. He might be listening. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Apparently... Oh, we don't even tell her who he is or what he is. No, no. it's not tell what he is. No, 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 But he's coming on a bit later on. Yes, um, and if people yeah. want to get in touch with us, of course, tonight. They can do. <laughs> we are fully interactive, even with an iPod that works now. The iPod work. I can't remember what the tune was. I'll have to find something else. Oh, right. Uh, so, yes, we are fully interactive. We've also got a new Facebook fan page. Yes. Get us. I know. And we've got a new feature as well for tonight as well. We've got a new feature. Yes. My lord, you don't tell me about the new feature. It's Anthony's torch song. Anthony's going to torch us with a song. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sing myself. But we're going to have because we have your flashback track, so we're going to have my torch song. We might, well. not, be we might not have the flashback no, track, yeah, no. but yes, uh, we, we are going to have my torch song. Oh. So if people want to get in touch anyway, uh, you can email us. It's Tuesday night out at live dot co dot uk. Don't ask me to text them. I've just forgotten it. Okay, you can text us oh seven five three oh forty three seventy fifty six. Indeedy, do uh, You can go to our web page. As well, TuesdayNightOut.co.uk, where you can download all of our podcasts no, completely no, no. free. No, the last ten of our podcasts—it was getting costing me money. Free. Don't do costing money. And, and you can do the one last week where me and Murray spent a good ten minutes lusting over a couple of young men. My <laughs> name is Luke Tittensaw, and I listen to Tuesday Night Out. Yes, it's not just for the gays. 
apparently. Yeah, he's one of them. He was one of them. Yeah, who's the other one? Have you got uh, the other one there? I'm not quite ready with that one. Oh, come on. Hang on, hang on. Oh, for God's sake, Hello, my name's Danny Tennant. I play Natty in Hollyoaks. You're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for gays, us soap stars listen to. See? Indeed. Mm. Do you think they're listening this week? No. No. <laughs> probably down that spa. Probably, spa and inverted commas. They've probably I think forgotten all about us. They won't do when we when we when we start stalking. It's Tuesday night. Money's tied. Thought for a moment this week we might soon be being a breakfast show. <laughs> Excuse me. What? Where? Can where? Imagine, can you imagine waking up next to me every morning? I've done it once and that was enough for me. Tell me. Yeah. The bedroom's still not recovered. Oh. Can't let it still. You know that in Velvet Hotel. That's another free night sorted. Um, yes, no, but unfortunately, no, Canada's only eight hours behind us, so we're not a breakfast show, we're an early afternoon show in Canada. Yes. Because our friend Donna's going back there soon, so I thought, actually be, so we'd have to actually be in somewhere like Perth or somewhere to be an early morning show. She's going back. Do you fancy going to Perth? She's leaving us. She's leaving on a midnight plane or something. When's she going? Uh, end of the month. She's waiting, staying for Pride, strangely. Oh, is she going to come in and say hello? Uh, I think it would be goodbye, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, to say hello, to say goodbye. Say hello, wave goodbye. goodbye. Yes. Oh, is she going to wear a, a, a cocktail dress? Um, I really don't know. Marvellous. So, yes, I don't know. So, she can come in and see us if she wants to. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, gay news. Have, what, have we got anything yet? Oh, well, I can, I can, I can give you some Peter Tatchell news. Oh, you've got Peter Tatchell news? Peter Tatchell news, yes. Mm-hmm. Peter Tatchell news, Peter Tatchell news, Peter Tatchell news. News of Peter Tatchell. Uh, gay campaigner, is he really? And Green, I'd never know. And Green Party parliamentary candidate Peter Tatchell has compared the fight for LGBT rights with the little-known movement for self-rule in Cornwall. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, apparently both the campaigns for gay rights and Cornish rights involve challenging injustice, he said, ahead of Cornwall Pride, which was last Saturday. Um, They are different, but they share the same commitments to extending democratic freedoms and human rights. Mr Tatchell said he would be carrying both a rainbow flag and a Cornish national flag at the event. What, is that like a pasty with an ice cream? Yes. What is the Cornish national flag? Beggar only knows. I'll look it up. He will also be carrying a placard, a placard no less, saying, end ban on gay marriage. Apparently Cornwall has a population of just over half a million, but has historically been recognised as one of the Celtic nations. Uh, Mr Tatchell, the Green Party candidate at the next election in the Oxford East constituency, said he advocated a Scottish-style Cornish Parliament. Do you know what the Cornish national flag looks like? I don't know. It's a white cross, yeah, uh, just like a horizontal vertical one, not an X. Mm. On a black background. Oh, that's a lot of thought went into that. It's gothic. Where's um, the pasties? But a Scottish-style Cornish Parliament, so what, they'd, they'd all just sit there going, hey, OK, uh, would bring power closer to the people and ensure a stronger focus on the needs and interests of Cornwall. And that's my Peter Tatchell watch for this week. That Peter Tatchell watch? Peter Tatchell w- watch, Peter Tatchell watch! I haven't found anything to do with bishops this week yet, so I'm still, I'm still, I'm still looking. Oh. Uh, apparently, an anchorman claims he was demoted for being too gay. Oh, just bear with me one second. Oh, hell. I'll just close that I'll tab just... so I don't read it as well. I'll just... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, this might happen to us, because mm-hmm. apparently in some circles... Yes. ...we're a little bit gay. We're not. Even too gay. I, uh, do you remember? Yes, we, we were a little too camp, weren't we? Lift's bosom <laughs> with, with elbow. Anyway, oh. a TV news reporter in the US state of Florida... Mm-hmm. They're all gay in Florida. Uh, ...has claimed he was removed as a presenter of a high-profile show because of his sexual orientation. Charles Perez... 
hopefully no uh, relation to the uh, other mm. Perez, who had a nationally syndicated talk show from 94 to 96, claimed ABC in Miami, WPLG, took him off the, high, the nightly bulletin and pushed him onto the weekend editions. He was fired yesterday after filing a discrimination suit. Ooh. He, was, he claims he demoted because of their discomfort over the increasingly high profile of my sexual orientation. What have you been doing with it? Yeah. Um, the Miami Herald reports Perez was hired has hired employment lawyer Melanie Damien. He believes his reassignment was triggered by personal problems that made the Miami Herald talk of our town column. Ooh, wonder what he did. Oh, we filed for di- domestic violence protective order against his former mm. partner, Dennis Ricardo Pena. Well, Ooh, there you who go. Who Pena had stalked him and threatened to destroy his TV career. Well, it's worked. Oh. It's worked. So I, yes, that could happen to us, you know. Yes. Um, Can I give you some news of the LGF, by the The way? Our lovely friends of the LGF. I I delete that piece of paper then. Yes. Uh, Well, it depends if it was the same bit of news as you You had. Carry on. Uh, The LGF's campaign for Manchester Pride this year is Homo Hero. Is that what it was? Is it a light news week this week? That's my bit of paper done. Right, off you go. Uh, for the past few weeks, the LGBF has been asking you to nominate your homo heroes, those in the public eye, lesbian, gay, bi, trans, questioning or heterosexual, who have made people sit up and take notice of LGBT issues. However, there is... Yes, us. Yes, my name's Murray. It's M-U-R-R-Y. My name's Anthony without an H. Without teaching it, yes. Thank you. But there is only 24 hours left to cast your vote. 24 hours. You need a clock ticking in the background. No. For 24 hours. Um, you can email your homo heroes to joanne.dunning at lgf.org.uk. That's joanne.dunning at lgf.org.uk. There you go. I've got about another minute of this because I made it. Oh, okay, right. Do you want to carry on? Um, no. Uh, You're not a consonant, please, Carol. <laughs> and a vowel. It might go on for another three minutes yet. And a consonant. And one big one, and four small ones, and a vowel. I've had enough, Carol. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing computer speak. I'm doing numbers and letters all together. So, there you go. I might still be there in ten minutes. <laughs> Is it not ready to go? It might be a second. Should we carry on? Yes. I made an extra long version. Did you? Why did you do that? It was to do with some training I was doing. So, if you'd like to sit along and think of Carol Vorderman. No, thank you. Anything else you'd like from the top? Um, anything from the back? I certainly don't want anything from the bottom, thank one you. One from the rear? <laughs> no. And one at the front. You ready? Well, tell you what, Murray, I'll take your small one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Rumbold, I'd like to know why you're late. Well, the central heating broke down. I had to light the oven and hold my pussy in front of it. Hello, this is Julian Clary. You're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. Any old riffraff can tune in. And indeed, we're riffraff presenting this evening. Love, I tell you, aren't Absolutely. We? Oh, we're not. terrible. Do you know, I tell you, the other day, I've, got, I've been having a bit of a bad back on, on one side. Just on one side. Yeah, just on the one side. Just on, on, oh, on the left side at the back. Yeah. I'm convinced I've got kidney failure. Or liver damage, or something like that. So the boyfriend's going, oh no. I think it's just your, your, your body getting used to your, your new body shape. Oh, I know he, he slept in a single bed the other night. I tell you, new body shape. What's wrong with his body shape? Oh, and oh, he's very fashionable at the minute. I think rather than number one. Do you think, darling? I would be. Makes I my would nipples be, stick out. I further. would be very, 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 very annoyed. Yes, with him. So, in just but a few moments, we are going to have our guest on. Oh, I've got to phone him. Yes. Mr. David. But first of all, I want to tell you about uh, Jordan ruining a civil partnership with a foul mouth rant. Right. Oh, having said that, I now realise what the words will be. 
I probably can't read many of them. Never mind. Jordan reportedly ruined the civil partnership of two gay friends by launching into an abusive, drunken tirade at guests. The model, also known as Katie Price, she knows mm. many other things as well, attended the civil partnership of makeup artists Gary Cockrell and Phil Taylor at the weekend. Following her split from Peter Andre, she was out with new man Alex Reed. She's not split from Peter Andre, has she? I never saw that on the news. D- uh, no, I've not. Where's that come from? Ah, no. All this Alex Reed. Have you seen him? No, I've not seen him. No. Talk about splits. According to the reports, the star took the stage for a karaoke version of Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing, but took the opportunity to, to, uh, took the opportunity to tell the audience, you're all... Ooh. Nasty gash, he says. As <laughs> some people walked out, she then called her ex-husband, Andrea... Ooh. Yes, a beeping... Nasty gash. Yeah. One guest told the son, the woman is insane. She said she wouldn't sing live because there were too many gashes there who would enjoy hearing her sing off key. It's all he can do, love. Mm. The newly partnered couple enjoyed their first dance to Jordan, miming the Whitney Houston song, which she then sang twice more. Oh, God. Oh, lovely. Oh, right. A couple of friends of mine having a bit of a do in, the, in November. Don't invite Jordan. No 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 no, 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 we don't want to invite you, Jordan. But uh, I did promise to tell you who this, uh, who the digital, the digital spy said, uh, the lyrics have been so nipped and tucked that he barely sounds recognisable. Mm-hmm. Some of the lyrics threaten to titillate, don't believe what you read, half the things you see. But they're so unimaginative and desperately cynical that any empathy for the singer is soon lost. So let's have a listen and see what you think of the new Peter Andre single. Okay.
stuff no it wasn't no it wasn't it was absolute oh, come on right. it's hideous that was really really it bad it makes it? mysterious girl look like an absolute masterpiece what about insania yeah the best said about that insania yes so uh, this is tuesday night out shall we i forgot we forgot me little eye don't you quick quickly quickly I've quickly got, i've got a new one quickly hi i'm rowetta and you're listening to tuesday night out on wfm I don't, she was supposed to say something else, but she forgot. And she forgot. Never mind. Uh, anyway, yeah, I promised you, I promised you all evening our mm-hmm. guest. Yes, I'm really, really exciting. So we've got on the phone in a second, Dave Lynn, mm-hmm. and you may, you may have seen Dave in faking it a couple of years ago. That was on Channel Four. I saw that. Yes, yes, on Channel Four. Uh, he's also in our favourite film, Beautiful Thing. Oh yes. What do we feel like? Oh, do we feel like? Do we, we do indeed. We feel Chicken like tonight. we were going to do that, Dave. We we're going to do there, uh, and he's. Uh, but unfortunately, he's never on the stage in Manchesterford, and we're going to have a word about that. But he is coming on Corrie in the next few weeks, aren't you, Dave Love? I am indeed. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Tuesday Night Out. Thank you. Nice to be here. How you doing? Very good, thank you. Indeed. So I believe, actually, I've thrown my questions out the window already. Um, you were saying the other day you had ad libbed our favourite line in the whole of the film. Yeah, oh yes, I did. In Beautiful Thing. In Beautiful Thing, yes. Yeah, it was, it was a very hot day and there was a lot of takes and they kept saying to me, you know, can you keep the audience going? And so I was chatting away doing some regular stuff from the act and there was this sort of very quiet break and the, that advert had been on telly so I just started singing it to the two boys and uh, next thing I know it was in the film. Oh, it was fabulous, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a really good film. We'll come back to that in a second, actually. Because yeah. I was, was faking it before Beautiful Thing or after? Oh, no, well after. It was, wasn't it? Because it was about 2003, wasn't it? About 2003, yes. Yeah, and you forget how old, actually, the Beautiful Thing's, like, 12 years old now? Beautiful Thing was about 96, I oh, think. Oh, well, we best carry on, haven't we, all of us? We've all put on a <laughs> couple of pounds since then. But one of the things... Coming thing, out in colour next year. Is it? No, I'm joking, it was in colour. <laughs> I know. Um, but you, you, it says on your website, you're the drags queen, drags qu- drag queen, I can't even speak. Drag queen's drag queen. That's the one. That's what you wanted to say. Oh, no, I'm the drag queen of drag queens. Oh, oh. Uh, this came about because of, we did. Um, we were all asked to appear on a Weakest Link. Uh, oh, you some were. Years ago. Yes, I forgot about that. And uh, th- you know the bit at the end where they interview and ask who's you know what they think of everything. Well, I I'd sort of come second to Betty Legs Diamond, and uh, they asked me something. I said, "Oh well, you know, look at all of them. I'm still the drag queen of drag queens," and it kind of just stuck. Oh, I see. Now, it's, I remember that. Now. Was it a Christmas special or something? That it they was did? A, no, that was new. It was New Year's Day. It came out. All oh, right. Yes. And why haven't you got a drag queen name then? You know, like Fonda Boys or Virginia Ham or something. For the simple reason, I thought it was just funnier being a man dressed up like that called Dave. Absolutely. Uh, I know. It's uh, amazing. Probably because I was a bit sick and wouldn't have answered to anything else. Really? If no one gets your own Well, I went into it very quickly, so I think the compare that night was a talent cost. They said to me, oh, what's your name? And I hadn't thought about a name. I just went Dave, so it started off as Dave, and then eventually we came up with a Lynn, and I just, it just occurred to me that it would be funnier. 
No, it is. It's, it's very, very good. So how did you get into all this, this drag malarkey, then? This drag malarkey? Well, uh, it was, strangely enough, it was a girlfriend at school who took me to my first gay pub to see a drag act. Oh. When, and that was, like, the late 80s, that, was it? Uh, well, I'll, I'll accept that now, <laughs> yes, that'll do. <laughs> um, I, yes, it was sometime around early life, and actually I was in my teens, and I don't know, we started, it was very exciting for us, because, you know, we, we were getting more grown up than the other kids, and we started watching these drag acts, and was quite um, in awe of them, and then I think she dared me to enter the, the, the regular talent contest they had, and so uh, we got some stuff, I borrowed an outfit from my mother, and... Um, uh, a friend of mine did my makeup, and I went on mine to Liza Minnelli. Marvelous. So is your mother quite a glamorous lady? Uh, she was indeed. Yeah, I, can I mean, imagine. she loved it. I mean, the thing is, but my mum, uh, rest her soul, was that uh, once I started doing it, it, she didn't. For a year, I think they introduced me as the son who did hairdressing, and then uh, they finally had to come and see me because they they realised that I was doing it for real and not uh, just dressing up, you know. But she loved me to do her makeup. I think she, we, me and her, got a great eye, and I was made to look very glamorous, and she liked all that. Fabulous. So, you, uh, how do you get, you know, how do you get the first bookings and things that turn you into a professional artiste like that? Well, it was very hard when I started because it was a smaller scene, and um, you, you have to beg, still and borrow. You know, you do the talent contest, and like everybody thinks, all oh, your life's made, but it isn't. You know, it means nothing for a couple of weeks. You've got the talent contest to live off, but um, the other times you have to beg, still and borrow, phone places, keep keep on to them you know we travelled up north and earned really bad money you do all this sort of yeah. stuff it's part of your training I think and it's, it's worth doing it because people expect the big car to pull up outside and that'd be their, their famous then forevermore aren't they well like you say like you, you what's the name Boyles and stuff she's going to be famous forever but they're not is it? it's a couple of weeks that isn't it and then you've really got to plug away it, at it well these days even more than them because it, the turnover so quick and there's so many of these programmes oh, and realities yeah. I mean the reaction from faking it astounded me I was going to say, how did you get involved with faking it then? Because I loved that. That was a brilliant show. If people don't know, you basically turned an ex-Navy man into a really good drag queen, didn't you? Yes, I was, yeah, I was asked if I would mentor, uh, you know, be the main mentor for him. For, and we had four weeks to transfer him uh, from this quite butch uh, Navy, ex-Navy officer to do drag and convince the judges that he was a regular drag queen and not the faking it. And he won, didn't he? He didn't win the competition, oh. but he beat the judges. Right, oh, see. But it was really good, because he started off like he couldn't get into it and everything, and, you know, and you really did work hard with him, didn't you? And he was, and he was loving it at the end. He was his campus Christmas. I think what came over, and I think what made this show more special for me, was the fact that it was like something... Uh, his, his, his nature changed. He, he suddenly became to be more accepting and loving of the world. You know, I always say anyone who's comfortable in their sexuality doesn't worry about anyone else's. Yes. Um, yes. And that was, I think that he, you know, really went, he'd say, well, it's so gay in here, it's so gay in here. I went, it's not, it's just like Marks and Spencer's, but there's a few dummies up, you know, with, <laughs> with pouches on, you know. But after a while, he started getting really into it, and just took it as a, a real challenge to do the job. And I think I became very fond of him in, in that sort of big brother way. I don't know, you, that comes across on the show, I think, actually. Are you, are you both still in touch with each other? Uh, well, we were for a long time, because about a year after we were doing public appearances, I don't think anyone could quite believe it. And then he went uh, to work as a bodyguard, <laughs> as you do after <laughs> doing a drag queen act. Office choice, though. Yeah, it was my first choice when I retired. <laughs> and um, I, then I spoke to him a year later, we did a follow-up to the programme, and then, um, then he went abroad again. So I haven't seen him, but occasionally I'll get a card. Oh, fabulous stuff. Because mm. you run your own drag academy, don't you? I do. 
Tell her, because I've, I've printed the form off for Anthony. Anthony's my co-presenter and he's sitting here. I Hello. Might, I thought you might like to apply, love. What? <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me. I, you look better in a frock than me. I look bloody rubbish in a frock, I tell you. Uh, Dave Lynn's Cabaret Academy. Tell us about that. Oh, this, this actually was a, a spin-off a little bit from faking it, because so many people thought that, you know... Uh, this, they were frightened of doing drag because of the stigma that went along. And it wasn't, and I said, we can't just do a drag uh, cabaret academy. It doesn't really, it's not fair. So we sort of, the guy down here who runs Real Brighton uh, kept on at me and on at me. And so we put it together. Um, it's coming into its third year now. And we took on 12 people and we worked with them for six weeks. And then at the end of the six weeks, we put two showcases on for agents and uh, publicans and club owners to come and get work. Oh, really? And then we do one for the public. Was like a big end of end of season party. Yeah, it's thing. like the end of school thing. I mean, it's brilliant. It, it's a fantastic. I do feel a little bit like Simon Cowell sometimes, but Ooh. I haven't got his number, so that's out of the question. No, I do. I feel <laughs> when I have to say something harsh, you know, because I think you, I, I believe in what he says. I think if you lie to someone and convince them they can do something that they actually can't, you're not doing them any favours. I, I had to do that actually. I, <laughs> I had to do the judging on a talent competition, and they wanted me to be the Simon Cowell role. Yes. And it was just, it was like local version of Britain's Got Talent. It was Cheshire's Got Talent. Yeah. And unfortunately, they didn't last when, long. when an eight-year-old girl forgets the lines and is almost in tears asking, can she play the song again and start the thing, you, you just can't sit there and go, no, love, no, get off, go on. <laughs> You're useless. You might as well have no life for your rest of the day. You're going to end up shopping at dregs and pushing your two babies around by the time you're 14. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Ooh. No. Oh, that's no, not nice, is it? We so, had a Brian's Got Talent, and I mean, uh, there was some brilliant stuff, the one stuff. And like, there was one guy, and I said, You know, you've got a brilliant voice, but you think that's enough? I said, As far as I'm concerned, it isn't, and they really booed me. So <laughs> I said, All right, you're very nice, but you look awful. <laughs> yeah, you just can't win at all. No. But, but that is, it's all part of the pantomime, though, as well, mm. isn't it? It's all, well, you... I think to myself, you know, I have to work really hard to sort of get the right outfit, the right wigs, and it doesn't take a lot to come here and put a suit on. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, uh, yes. But it takes a, takes a, a lot of time to get look to look good in it. I tell you, I was wearing one the other day. I thought, no. Oh, well, I, love, I, I just can't walk in flats. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about that drag thing. though. I wouldn't need to shave my legs because I have no, possibly the most naturally unhairless legs ever in the world. I hate him. Can for you that. feel my jealous eyes coming out? Oh, no, isn't, isn't it a nightmare? Well, I've never shaved it. my legs. No. Oh. What do you do with them then? Uh, we just wear the right tights. I'm, oh, not, just, I'm not a terribly hairy man. I think it's probably quite lucky. But um, no, I mean a lot of the acts do do it. But I, I think that's something I would. Hate. I remember my father just said to me when he first saw me. He said, "Well, I don't care what you do." He said, "But don't have hairy armpits. I hate that in a woman." Absolutely, a good bit of advice. Fathers are good for good bits of advice, aren't you? Mm. Tina Turner, take note. Misses. That's what I have to put with. So then. Our favourite thing is beautiful. Our favourite film is beautiful th- thing. I can't even speak tonight, love. <laughs> how right. did, how did I'm you first get? A bit nervous. You are. I've never you been. Wait till you meet me. Uh, I, I have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't oh, you remember. Did, you did. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Oh, <laughs> I, I did keep well clear. Murray makes such a good first impression on people, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, you were taking the piss out of the couple from Scotland instead, I think, or French people in the corner next to me. So oh, I, was I like, can't believe that to me. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 But I was amazed actually. You actually sing live as well. No, I didn't mean as in amazed that you can. <laughs> the fact on, that dig that hole deeper. <laughs> go on, just pass me that on. shovel. No, the fact you don't lip sync like so many other acts do. You actually got a really good voice. I did lip sync. It was um, because I, you know I was like the name Dave. I thought the voice. I've got quite a deep voice, and I thought it sounded ridiculous. And uh, I remember once, I mean, like, like we had, were saying about speaking to the people who's got talent, telling them the truth. Someone had told me I was tone deaf. 
mm. when I was quite young. And uh, so I, I mimed until I was kind of thrown into it by a fab artist called Maisie Trollet, who invited me to do the first alternative pantomime. So I had to go live. And once I talked, I thought, this is so much more fun. It is, isn't it? Yeah, and the singing becomes, uh, people are so scared of singing, but really love it. Like when they're drunk, the first thing they want to do is get up and sing. Yes. And it used to make me so nervous, and now it's like finding a new number and learning it is absolute joy. It's, it's actually very healthy for you. Mm. But you can do it. I know I can't sing. And ah, never say never. You reckon? No, no trust me, I've heard him. Come to the academy. I'll have you singing oh, in okay. about two minutes. All right, then I'm down there. I'll sh- I will be saving my legs, though. I'm not, I'm, I'm not very good in granny's tights, I tell you. Oh, if you could so- do it at home first rather than come to the academy. Oh, OK, love. I'll get my boyfriend to wax me first. Oh, bless him. Oh, what a joyful oh, no. relationship that must be. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, honestly. And then he takes you out. Yes, indeed. Um, I was going to say, you've let me How did you get involved in Beautiful Thing, then? Because it is now, a gorgeous, this, lovely thing. This is thing, one of those it? great showbiz stories, because it was literally... Uh, you, you, you must have heard people say to someone when the phone said, do you want to be in a Hollywood movie? And, yeah. and you go, oh, yeah, right. Well, I've been working at probably one of the most divish pubs you could ever work in in London. It's not even there anymore. That's how bad it is. It's sunk into the ground. And we were working there one night, and the next day I was at Friends, and my phone rang, and this guy said, uh, we're making a film, a beautiful thing. We'd like you to be in it. I said, oh, okay, I'll have to go and speak to my manager, which I didn't have one. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I thought they were, they were messing around, really. And um, By the time I got home, the money had gone up, and uh, I don't know, the following, in the next month, I found myself at the Gloucester filming the film. But once we'd done it, it was only like a day's filming. Once we'd done it, I sort of forgot and went on to the next thing. It was a year later that uh, it won awards and it, mm. they went mad for it. I mean, I couldn't believe the reaction. I was at Pride and there were all these people asking for autographs. I'd completely forgotten I'd done the film. Oh. But it, it is such a good film, though, as it, well. Well, it's heartwarming. It is. Oh, it's no. absolutely heartwarming, isn't it? And which did, which, did you fancy one more than the other? Do you know, I've, I've got... A, Funny thing about that, I know it sounds strange, and you probably don't believe me, I can see attractive people all the time, but when I'm working, I cut off from that side of my life. Yes. I think, because I think that, whether it's because drag queens do have that um, stigma that goes along with them, that they're dirty old men. <laughs> <laughs> we know a few, love, and yes, it's true. Well, it is, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I wanted to separate my life from that, and never, ever get picked up because I was drag queen or because I was in drag and it wasn't a conscious decision it was just the way I felt about my life and so the boys were terrified they were only young yeah. and um, so I, I just sat with them for a minute and said you know I'm more nervous than you Oh. And once we'd done that, they were fine. And when the film came out, we went to the premiere. And of course, the darker boy uh, approached me. And he'd grown up about, you know, he's 18 now. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, I'm thinking of joining your mob. And I didn't click at all. Really? Yeah. Mrs. Oh, you made my night. <laughs> I don't know whether he did or not. I don't know whether he was joking. But it just because, oh. you know, I went to the premiere in drag. That's another story. Oh, right. Well, because he kept, he kept acting, didn't he? Because he went in the bill and stuff. But then the other lad, I should have looked up the name, shouldn't I? Uh, he has, he's never been seen since. Last, last work as a car sale. From what I could find, it was, it was Scott Neal that went into the bill. Oh, Scott, yeah, Scott had lots of opportunities, but he, um, last time I saw him, he came to me in pantomime. He was, he was going to do the going to Hollywood thing, which a lot of the good looking guys do, but of course, uh, Hollywood try is Hollywood out, yeah. With the, uh, I think he'll come back, we'll see him again. Oh, indeed. But we're most excited about what's coming up in the next few weeks, aren't we? I know, you should have seen me when I got the job. <laughs> You, tell us what you tell us what you're doing and where you're going to be. Well, I'm appearing in the first gay club in Weatherfield, Woo! <gasps> um, Coronation Street, yes. uh, which I'm absolutely chuffed about because after I did Beautiful Thing, I was sitting in my home one day and the phone rang and a woman said, "Oh, I'm June West. I work with Coronation Street Casting. 
we'd like to put you for Cornish Street, and I almost passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I've never sweated so much in my life, not even on stage. And I, I, I said, oh, I'd love it. So I have done it before, but not in this character. This is a new character who's um, created by Coronation Street called Our Kelly. Our Kelly. Yeah, Our Kelly, which... Um, Our Kelly. Which I liked. And then when I went up to speak to them, we, there was five of us who went to speak to them, and uh, we had to do it in our costumes. So, so we went around Granada Studios, and the lady was showing us around and said, oh, can you move away from that audience there, Jeremy Kyle? <laughs> 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 so when we got to the office, um, rather than just going into doing the script, they started to chat to me about... Uh, my work and uh, the part and the director said oh, we're actually building a set for this because the last time I'd appeared on Cora they'd gone to Fufu Le Mars Club oh yes and so I said oh blimey and then they brought the filming forward so I got the job the following Wednesday and within a couple of weeks I was up there and they had built the club so are you are you a compare in this club then? For, yes, is, is I host I host the competition that they're doing called Mr Gay Weatherfield. Ah, well that's the one that Jason's supposed to be at. Yeah, and it's a great yeah. and it's a great story for the for the gay scene and the straight scene to come back to. It's very witty because one of the comments we did when we were talking was they said uh, the director said oh, I see it's just men in the club. I said no, I don't think it would be just men. No, it wouldn't be. Unless no. it was a heavy, you know, dark one of those clubs it, mm, I said yes. it was, it, women would hear about this and go along with their mates and have a laugh mm. and you know there would be at least three hen parties there yeah so they yeah. did that and um, the, the boy who plays Jason Ryan is just brilliant yeah. he's just so convincing I, you know for a moment when I was comparing I really thought I was in a real club doing this competition because I would call someone like him up Oh, fabulous. So when, when is it going to be on? Well, I, I think the, um, the date is the 11th of September. Right. It's a Friday in the two-part. I mean, they can change that, but that's what I was told. Brilliant stuff. Do you have any scenes outside of the gay club? No. Damn. I don't. I, but I, did walk I, just, the, I, just... I walked the street many times, more than I used to walk Piccadilly, because <laughs> it was between the set and my dressing room. I just, right. I just sat there and thought to myself... Drag queen Blanche in conversation. Oh, how in heaven would I be at oh, that? I know. I, you know, keep your fingers crossed. I, I would love it. I think it would work. As Did well. you get to meet Blanche while you were there? Was she we, we passed. She was oh. leaving. As well. But it's funny because we were there like for two solid days. Once you got into the studio, you kind of forgot that you were in Manchester. You you were in Weatherfield. Yes. And it's like we kept bumping into the stars of Cora, and it just seemed very natural to see Ken Barlow coming out of dressing with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Excellent stuff. You know, or Sally sitting next to you in the makeup table having a chat about her children it, oh. it, it's a very warm and lovely atmosphere i felt very at home oh brilliant stuff that's what we're all like in the north love oh, yes well i can't <laughs> i says. can't deny that and i'm not just saying that because i'm talking to withenshaw <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much so if where can we see because you? you do regularly you're on in brighton aren't you oh well, yeah i do um i tend to do brighton london and the suburbs around here but I've been I've been travelling a lot this year. I've been to Edinburgh and I've been to uh, Torquay. I haven't had the chance to get up to Manchester yet, but I will. Excellent stuff. But quite regularly in Brighton, London, we can find you. You've got your website, you haven't can, you? Yes, you can find me. Uh, yes, go on my website, uh, davedanlinmsn.com. And you can find me at Two Brewers. I'm very resident at in London, which is one of the best. The Black Cat, the White Swan, all over the place. And Brighton, of course, you know, you just go into a pub and I'll do an act for you. Excellent stuff. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for so, spending time with us this evening. And we look forward to seeing you on Coronation Street. It'll be fabulous. Thanks for talking to me. Shall right, we have a tune from Beautiful Thing? Oh, shall we leave with a Beautiful Thing tune? Go on then. Oh, let's have this. Oh, excellent. Nobody can tell you There's only one song worth singing 
aka Hayley Poppy from Coronation Street and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. Nice link there. Talking about Cory. Shall I link something for go you on, here? Go on, go on, link, Talk about Daniel Radcliffe. Where's the link there? Well, the link earlier there? on, by the way, in the year, he told the Guardian he would love to play a drag queen. Da, 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 yeah. da. And he also said that when you know a gay guy has a crush on you, it's the most flattering thing. But in non-tittle tattle... He doesn't know the gay guys that I know. Yeah. Quite frankly. <laughs> in a non thing, well yes. done to Daniel Radcliffe. Can we just give Daniel Radcliffe a little round of applause? I'd like to also thank Dave Lynn there. Thank you very much. Yes. It's davelynn.co.uk, by the way, if you want to see where he's playing. Is that playing. L-Y-N? L-Y-N-N, I think. Yes. While I do this little news feature, Ed. The Trevor Project, a US suicide helpline for gay teens. Double N. No, you could have waited now. That was just bad. It's about me, the show. The Trevor Project, a US suicide helpline for gay teens. Nasty gash. Now, that was just inappropriate, Maury. Sorry. Thank you. Go and sit in the corner. Uh, it's received a major donation today from Harry Potter lead star Daniel Radcliffe. The amount, which remains undisclosed, is said to be considerable, according to charity officials. Founded by three filmmakers in 1998 after their film Trevor won the Academy Award for Best Short Film, the nationwide American charity operates the only 24-7 suicide and crisis prevention helpline for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered and questioning young people. In an official statement, Radcliffe said, I am very pleased to begin my support of the project of support of the project of the Trevor Project. That's mm-hmm. exactly what he said, mm-hmm. which saves lives every day through its critical work. It's extremely distressing to consider that in 2009, suicide is a top three killer of young people. And it's truly devastating to learn that LGBTQ youth are up to four times more likely to attempt suicide than their het- heterosexual peers. The Trevor Project has received hundreds of thousands of calls from young people in distress across America and has increased by almost 300% this year alone. So well done to you there, Mr Radcliffe. 
You may come back into the room now. Mm-hmm. I was talking about a serious issue and you were nasty gashing. I'm free. Thank you. Indeed, I'm back now. I've been watching that this week. Have you been watching... That series two of... Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm free. Does it, have this, does it have this line in it? I've left Winston clinging no. to the curtain ring. He refuses to come down. The mere sight of my pussy drives him mad. No, but they did have the bit where she's a little bit drunk and she goes, Ooh, Captain Peacock, I can see me and you tripping the tide land fantastic later on. Have you had a day off work, dear? I, I had an afternoon off, yes. Oh, fabulous. Well, I've got, coming up a little bit late on, Queen Latifah fuels lesbian rumours. You know if you're a bit fancy with that Google... Uh, that Google? You can go to Google News and yeah. you, can, you can set up Google Alerts. Oh, can you? Yes, and you can put in words that you want. Every time these words come up, right. it sends you an email. And so oh. I put in, Tuesday, I don't... And every now and again I get this thing coming up going, ooh, Tuesday Night Out. And it tells you where it's registered and it tells you about the new page on Facebook. We've got the fan page on Facebook you can join. Okay. Which is a link direct from the top of TuesdayNightOut.co.uk. Fantastic. If you're not a member there and you're on Facebook and you do all this, you do all that, you're a bit of a hood, a bit of a heel, a bit of a ha. Mm. Uh, if you want to get in touch, though, you can do the normal yeah. channels. Tuesday Night Out at Live.co.uk. Pardon me for burping there. Um, you can text us 07530 to quality broadcasting. 437056. Or, of course, you can go to Tuesday Night Out uh, on the website. Well, TuesdayNightOut.co.uk or on the Facebook. You can go to just the normal group page or you can go to the fan page. It's just a cornucopia of ways to get hold of us, isn't it? Oh, you it? just wanted to say cornucopia, I've didn't you? I've not got cornucopia in for no. ages. Have you been able to say plethora recently? No, I was just asking you which way around. I still can't get um, right way around. Can I give you some quite tragic news? Yeah. Um, I need I need volume on the iPod as well for this. Okay, I'm hoping this How is much the right volume. Do you want? I'm hoping this is the right song. Here Half a head. Here we go. Here we go. Is this where I took you took a rose at me or something? Go on, sing. For summer nights with moon and stars above. Anyway. Tragic news is poor old Renato has died. Clunk, gone. Dude was only five foot five. Was he? Yes. He had an awful long way to chuck that rose up in that video. I uh, know. Uh, and do you know that wasn't her in the video? No, that was a, that was a, an actress. Actress. I know. He lived in Birmingham, you know. Did, Did he? he died last week there from Birmingham? And he used to sing until his death. He used to sing in his in his um, son's restaurant, restaurant in yes. Solihull or somewhere like that. Uh, that must have been great fun. You're just tucking into your food and all of a sudden, save your love, my darling. Say, shut up. Some, some 80s has been crooner turns up. One Glenmadiros might be working around the corner. Oh, I loved a bit of Glenmadiros. What was that song? Nothing's going to change my love oh, for yes. you. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to have to find. Nasty gash. Something I'm going to have to find for mm-hmm. you. Um, I'll look it up for you because I know for a fact that Glenn Medeiros has called his children something absolutely ridiculous. And okay. I can't remember what it is, but I will look it up. You for go you. on Wiki Woo. Well, yeah. I uh, look. What I go on about Queen Latifah fe- fuels lesbian rumours. She doesn't feel them; she fuels them. Feels fe- uh, fe- or fuels, whichever one. Actress, singer, and rapper Queen Latifah. Yes. Uh, spotted in a New York lesbian bar last week, <gasps> so she must be. <sighs> it's so, you know, you can't go in unless you're not, or ours or is, can you, really? Well, I'm worried. I went in a straight pub the other night. Does that mean I... Oh, no. You didn't, Anthony. I'm sorry. I've yes. relied on you to be the only other gay in the village for ages, and now you're not. Shall we fuel some rumours? 
I've got one for you. The star, who has never confirmed rumours about her sexuality, reportedly spent several hours relaxing at a country club's weekend, weekly Wednesday night party, Eden, on West 14th Street. Really? I thought that Eden was on Canal Street. Oh. Anyway, a source told the New York Post she chilled for several hours, ordering bottle service for her friends and chatting up promoter Maggie Collier. In December 2007, the rumour mill went into overdrive with gossip that Queen Latifah was about to come out of the closet and announce her engagement to her personal trainer, Jeanette Jenkins. Oh! Jeanette Jenkins. Mm. However, the actress subsequently denied the story, saying it was just a part of being a celebrity. Which I think it is, really. You can't go anywhere and look at anything, can you? I'm the same. There's always rumours about me. Oh, they're flying around all the time. Oh, indeed. I've found out, by the way, Glenn Medeiros, what he called his children. Yes. Cord... Cord. Yeah, as, as in, in a musical chord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or corduroy trousers. No, chord as in a musical chord. Oh, okay. And lyric. No. Yes. Cord Medeiros and Lyric Medinos. Uh, oh, that sounds rude, Lyric Medinos. Cord Calahone Medeiros and Lyric uh, Leolane Medeiros. As long as you've got someone by the Calahones, you'll always mm. be okay. He married his wife, Tammy Armstrong. Now, you see, he's <laughs> called he's called <laughs> Glenn, and she's called Tammy, and they've infected their children with Cord and Lyric. Yeah, but look at, look at speaking of Peter and Tracy, whatever she's called, Jordan, she's got, what's it, Princess Wigawoo or something. It's oh, awful. Yes. And, you know, it's n- nothing doing that. But I'll, I'll need from you in a minute. Could we have a bit of soup pollard in a few moments, please? I've got an announcement to make. Oh, you want some soup pollard? Could you find me some soup pollard? Oh, well, I, I could, yes. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll do my best for you. I was just by Sarah Brightman, so she shouldn't be oh, that she far away. Oh, she can't be too far away. She's never too far away from Sarah Brightman, I've heard. So, have we got any other gay news in the meantime? You, oh, tell me when you're ready. Okay, well, I'm still trying to find oh, soup okay. pollard. Uh, I've got also for you in a minute. Tory MP says homophobia doesn't exist. Really? Uh, I'll go around and make him scared. Oh, right, yes. yes. Mm. Uh, are, you, are we lined up? Uh, yes, yes, I can, I can play this for Hit you. Me. Okay, here we go. There you go. We're starting together. Tuesday night out, I'm proud to announce the forthcoming wedding of Lawrence and Patrick. Oh, I know, indeed. He says, well, have you not announced our wedding yet? So, yes, here we are. I said, because thousands will turn up. You know thousands mm-hmm. of people listen to the show. So I'm going to give out the name and address. You've all got pens and papers. It's yes. in November. It's in Dartmouth. Oh, shall we go? Well, I'm going. Oh, yeah, I'm I don't probably, think the, I don't think the invite is standard I'm probably not invited, no. Not invited, no. If you, if you, anyone who's been out with, in a night out um, in rubber with him, I think can go along. So, does that count you or not? Probably not, no. No, so congratulations to Lawrence and to Patrick. Pad and lol. They've been together like 10 or 11 years or something. Mm. And they said if they don't do it now, they never will. You know what gay men are like. Should we get married? No. Shall we now? <laughs> so they are doing so. I can't wait. So that's, that's actually my first gay wedding. Oh. Real one. Um, oh. So I can't wait. I've got, I've got one to go to next year. When are you going? Who's have you got? I'm Ross and Dave next oh, year. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're all at it, and we're not at it, are we, love? No, we're not. No one's asking us, are they, love? No. 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 And we'd say no anyway, wouldn't we? Exactly. Indeed. Mm. Let's yeah. go for that one. <laughs> right. It's Tuesday night, money's tight. Hi, I'm Rowetta, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, it's for black Jewish singers too. Do we know any black Jewish singers? No, not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, we should. We should maybe have one in as a guest sometime. I oh, know we've done that, haven't we? Twice. Mm, yeah, yeah, perhaps not. Bad yeah. idea. Yeah. No. 
Anyway, um, back, back to last Saturday, by the oh, way. Why? Oh, where did you go? I didn't go anywhere, but, oh. you know, we were talking about Cornwall Pride. Mm. And we were, like, saying, well, how many people go to Cornwall Pride? Well, mm-hmm. Saturday's Cornwall Pride has been declared, in inverted commas, an amazing success. By who? By the organisers. Oh. Uh, after 900 people created a carnival atmosphere in the south- southwestern city of Truro, the attendance was up by 400 on last year's inaugural event, which is not bad. So only three turned up last year. No, 500 turned up last year. Oh, OK. Thank you. Okay. And featured Being performances this year from singers such as Andy Scott Lee. <gasps> Oh. Opening envelope turning up. Mm. Oh, what did uh, I say about a stale sandwich? Yes. Yeah. Mm. A 130 foot long rainbow flag was carried through the city in a procession led by human rights campaigner Peter Tadshaw. Oh, he gets everywhere. I know. Uh, Christian Diamant, with no E on the end, so he's not Diamante. He's not Diamante. No. Chairman of Cornwall Is Pride told the Cornish Guardian, Our team worked very hard sewing the flag together. <laughs> Do you think you tore it like that all the yeah. way through? and it looked amazing. It has all been organised by a committee of 12 volunteers, and I think we have got over the message that Cornwall is a bright place to live because we have such a diverse selection of people. I'm sure they Peter Tatchell said that future Pride events in Cornwall could boost tourism in the area, think, can, but can added s- a serious tone for proceedings by carrying a banner calling for the government to allow same-sex marriages. Yes, you can interrupt now. I think you need a bit more Australian on that, because Peter Tatchell was Australian, but a bit more Australian do that again. Doing characters. You want me to put Australian into it? Just a little bit of Australian. A little bit. Yes. Um, uh, Pride events in Cornwall like a little bit of could, Australian could in boost us. tourism oh, in the area, but added a serious tone to proceedings by carrying a banner calling for the government to allow same-sex marriage. That's why we've ever had him on the show. Uh, right. We don't need to. <laughs> we've got Anthony. We, we, know, we know everything about oh, it. Else, if you want to get in touch and insult us, or insult the Welsh, the, uh, the Scottish, the, uh, we haven't done Newcastle. No, but we've done Cornish. Do get in touch with us. You can get a hold of us on... Uh, 07530 43 50 Or well, you can even email us. Tuesday out at Do you know what? I'm getting excited about your new features coming, isn't it? Yes, it is. Anthony's got a new feature. Ooh. I can't wait. It's going to be fabulous. Torch song each week. Oh, we're telling each other, are we? Have you already announced that? Yeah, we already announced Was it. I we announced it right at the beginning. Yes, we did. did yes. yes, we did. Yes. You're standing at the door. That, was that that one? Pink flamingo. Yes. Anyway. Right. Yes. Tory MEP says homophobia doesn't exist. Really? Mm-mm. A Conservative MEP says that homophobia does not exist and is simply a propaganda device. Yes, indeedy. He'd be denying the old Holocaust next. Roger Helmer, Conservative MP for the East Midlands, well, there you go, wrote on his blog, homophobia is, a, is merely a propaganda device designed to denigrate and stigmatise those holding conventional opinions, which have been held by most people through most of recorded history. So that makes it right, then, does it? Of course it does. Indeed. Yes. It is frightening evidence of the way in which political correctness is threatening our freedom. Mm. I think it's pillocks like you that are threatening our freedom, <laughs> actually. Helmer is an honorary chairman of the right-wing Freedom Association. Not kidding. Freedom for who? Uh, for right-wingists. Right-wing Tory bigots. Uh, it is creating thought crimes. Ooh. Where Ooh. merely to hold a con- convent- conventional opinion is seen, in itself, to be unacceptable and reprehensible. I'm sorry, but I don't buy it. But... but- but Go we, sh- on. we should be allowed to hold, you know, normal opinions. God, it's, yes. not, it's not a crime. I hold some very strange opinions, apparently, but most of mine are quite normal, though, sometimes. Oh, uh, well, we don't do normal here, do we, no. dear? No. Stonewall Chief Ben Summerskill told Independent that Helmer should meet the families of Michael Causer and Jodie Dabrowski, two mm. men who were beaten to death. On the blog titled Straight Talking, Helmer also defendled Michael Kominsky. Defendled? 
Defended, I said. No, you said defendled. Oh, rewind the tape. Uh, who has been accused of homophobia and anti-Semitism. Yeah, so there you go. Great. So, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So, hey, yeah, so, Murray finishes his item there, yeah. yeah so, so, there instead of Irish, yeah. so we haven't had an Irish Robinson for a week. Well, no. Now we'll be following up with uh, Roger Helmer. But she hasn't said anything for a while, which no, is quite a we'll good find thing. out something. Maybe, so we'll, we'll get his email address. Maybe someone's rammed something down her throat so she can't talk. Yes. So and also there is a response to that. We might come back to response to that, but I think we'll, we'll wallow in our own self-pity of homophobia and oh, right onwardness. Absolutely. Do we have a tuner Unski? Yeah, have you got one? Or yes. do you want me to put one on? No, do you know what I'm going to play instead? What? Talk to the microphone, though, not to the computer. Do you know what I'm going to play instead? Thank you. Is this a gay show? No, we'd no This, this is a very camp little tuner Rooney. How very dare you.
giving away your breath smells. I'm sorry, that wasn't quite supposed to finish like that. I was watching the countdown and it went boom. Oh. I'll have to sort that out. Yes, I think I think you should sort it out. Indeed. I've got Victoria Beckham. I've got Brad Pitt. Hmm. Go on, you do Victoria first. I would rather not. I'd rather do Brad Pitt. No. Mrs. Victoria Beckham has revealed that. I don't think she is. No. Victoria Beckham has revealed that her sons misunderstood her when she announced that she was going to appear on American Idol. Oh, yes. The former Spice Girl has signed off for a one-off appearance on the Fox show that will see her joining Simon Cowell, Cara DiGardo, yeah. and Randy Jackson at the judging table. Speaking to Sky News, she said, I told my kids and they said, really? What are you going to sing? I said, no, Mummy's going to be judging because she can't sing. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't say that. No. Uh, no, they really thought I was going to be standing up and singing. I'm such a huge fan of the show. So are my boys. So is David. Mm. My, my partner, David Beckham. It's just, it's just be part of it. It's just great. <laughs> there you go. Okay, well, I've got Brad Pitt for you. Okay. Why, did, why didn't I come up with Brad Pitt? Hollywood star Brad Pitt, as if you didn't know that he was a Hollywood star, yes, Hollywood has star. said that he doesn't care if any of his children are gay, saying, I hope I teach my kids to be who they really are. Oh, you come up with old news. In an interview with Parade magazine, Pitt, brackets, 45, 45, oh, 45. said having a gay child wouldn't bother him one bit. Would it bother me if a child of mine turns out to be gay? No, not one bit, just to reiterate the previous paragraph. Would that be not one bit? Not one bit. Not I one want bit. my kids to live the lives they want to live. I want them to be fulfilled. I hope I teach my kids to be who they really are. Pitt, who has six children, with partner Angelina Jolie, including three who were adopted... Bought. ...also defended the couple's decision not to get married, saying they won't do it until it's legal for everyone else. Oh. There you go. Indeed. So, nice Brad Pitt. Is he lovely? I've got the Tory MP now, MEP now answering the questions uh, about it. But the, oh, it is lovely. Yes, Tory MP answers back over homophobia comments. Mm. So this was yesterday's. And it was today he's answered this. The Conservative MEP said that homophobia is merely a propaganda device, has been forced to defend his comments. Writing on his blog earlier this month, as we know, he said that homophobia is merely a propaganda device designed to denigrate and stigmatise those holding conventional opinions which have been held by most people throughout most of recorded history. Which making him right. He added that he did not believe in gay marriage, yet assured his readers he was liberal and tolerant. Where? Uh, speaking to the Chronicle and Echo yesterday, Helmer said that the publicity of his remarks had been designed to embarrass the Tories in Europe. He told the newspaper, I was not claiming that there is no discrimination and that homosexuals do not suffer violence and prejudice fr uh, from people because, sadly, we all know that is not the case. What I was saying was that the word homophobia has no meaning. Mm -hmm. I have never met anyone with an irrational fear of homosexuals. I have. It's just a propagandist word created by the militant gay rights lobby. Yes, let's spend all night trying to wiggle out of that one, and it hasn't worked. <laughs> Quite frankly, marvellous. Ugh. Would you like my torch song now? Oh, we're going to do torch song? Yeah, because we're, we're up to nearly half past. Right. We're up to nearly half so past. Tell, tell us, what, what is a torch song? Well, it's just, I, I always think of a torch song as that sort of song at the end of the night that's a bit ballady, a bit tragic some ways you know mm. there's, there's always there's always tragedy and things in the torch song but they're the sort of things that everyone can just you know get the lighter and set fire to someone yeah oh no just sway gently with their lighter. oh sway gently what, what, what were you looking at wiki woo wiki woo what does wiki woo say wiki woo says a torch song is a sentimental love song 
typically one in which the singer laments an unrequited or lost love, where one party is either oblivious to the existence of the other, or where one party has moved on. Female singers of the pop vocal tradition are referred to as torch singers. Strangely. You'd never want to guess that, would you, really? No. When their repertoire consists predominantly of such material. Torch singing is more of a niche than a genre and can stray from the traditional jazz-influenced style of singing, although the American tradition of the torch song typically relies upon the melodic structure of the blues. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm just going to play songs that I think that would make good torch songs. Yes. Yes. So we're going to start off with this one. And this is Melissa Manchester and Don't Cry Out Loud. Baby cried the day the circus came to town Cause she didn't want parades just passing by her So she painted on a smile and took up with some clown While she danced without a net upon the wire I know a lot about her Cause you see Is an awful lot like me. Don't cry out loud, just keep it inside. Learn how to hide your feelings. Fly high and proud, and if you should fall, remember you almost had it. Saw that when they pulled the big top down, they left behind her dreams among the litter. In the different kind of love she thought she found, there was nothing left but sawdust and some glitter. But baby can't be broken, cause you see. Finest teacher, that was me. I told her, Don't cry out loud, just keep it inside and learn how to hide your feelings. Fly high and proud, and if you should fall. Keep it. 
I do feel queer. There you go. Don't worry, that's just me. Don't, it, wiggle, don't wiggle me wire, love. Well, I, I'm trying not to. The, the table moved slightly, oh. the cloth, and it did it. Oh, you're touching cloth. Yes. Uh, Alton Towers' band's tight-fitting trunks. I've seen this. No, we're not going there for us holidays. <laughs> Can you imagine, though? Why would anyone want to walk around Alton Towers in just a pair of swimming trunks? I haven't got a clue. That unless really you're bizarre. about to go on the log flume. I know, it's bizarre. Alton Towers' band men from wearing tight-fitting swimming trunks as it's at its water parks. How many water parks has it got? It has emerged. The Staffordshire-based theme park issued an official statement explaining why it has decided to forbid men from wearing speedos and similarly-styled swimming outfits. Oh. So mankinis will be out then, look. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Oh, I've got nothing else to wear. I'll just have to go nude. <laughs> <coughs> How very dare you. Indeed. Apparently Brits are too lazy for sex and stares. Mm. British people are avoiding sex and stairs. Well, I avoid having sex on the stairs because it does rather hurt because they are too lazy, a new study has found. Mm. According to a poll carried out by the Nuffield Healthcare chain, that's chemists to me and you, three quarters of couples feel too tired for passion in the, in the bedroom by the end of the day. Well, if you don't want sex, you don't want stairs. Why don't you just have it in the front room? Meanwhile, nearly two thirds of those surveyed would take a lift rather than climb two flights of stairs, and one in three would not bother to run to catch a bus. Now, I'm a bit like that for that catching a bus. I don't want to be seen, though. I don't mind running for the bus. Hmm. But I don't want the bus to pull off us to get there. I no. feel a bit of a... No, what you do there... A bit of a nasty gash. ...is as you're, as you're running along for the bus, if the bus pulls off, just carry on running and make it look like you were jogging. You weren't going for the bus. No, see, no. Right, all sweaty, red in the face with my rucksack and my, and my things over my shoulder. Yes. But then I was running for the bus at the next stand. Exactly. You can do that in, in Within Short. That's marvellous. Yes. Well done. I'd not thought about that. I'm just trying to... Um, Find some more gay news for you that isn't depressing. Dogs really. are as clever as toddlers. Go on then. It's not very, um, mm. not very, uh, not very good for dogs. Gay. Dogs it? have the same levels of intelligence as two-year-old children. Right. I'm not going to read any more of that. Can't be bothered. I have got some gay news for you. Oh right. Okay. Uh, the gay choir. You know, we had K on. We, uh, we did. Yes. Kay Bastin. Yes. And they were going to the Copenhagen Out Games. They certainly were. Manchester Lesbian and Gay Chorus. Do you know what they've gone and done? What have they done? They've gone and got the silver medal. So well done to them. I don't know, they got Ran bronze from... last time, didn't they? Oh, did they? Yeah, they got bronze last time and they were aiming for gold this time. They'll have to go back again next year. They're obviously working oh, their way up. what they're doing. It says, Manchester's ears will be ringing as the Manchester Lesbian and Gay Chorus return in fine voice and with a silver medal from the Second World Out Games in Copenhagen. The chorus wowed the crowds with their trademark energy, warmth and rich sound mm. and got a standing ovation for their concert performances. In the choral competition, the judges praised the diversity and presentation of the MLGC songs. The chorus also recorded on Danish radio as they sang at the closing of the Human Rights Conference at the Out Games. Oh, but the singing didn't stop there. No. This is where they can imagine they got a bit a bit too much sometimes. The chorus loved to sing and loves to sing anywhere. You could hear them on the metro, on the bus, in the street, in restaurants and, of course, at the airport. Oh, dear. Now, you mm. see, it's mm. taking it a little bit too far, bit isn't it? too far there, dear. Mm. Kay said, who'd been on, says in this press release, our visit to Copenhagen was not just about the choral competition. We love meeting other choirs, making friends, learning new songs and singing together. Maybe we'll all meet again in four years at the third out games in Antwerp. Oh, like the Olympics? It is. Oh. Marvellous. So well done to them. Oh, Very well done. Because yes. they are rather fab. You know the last time I was late... 
a fireman had to climb out of my bedroom window and risk his life on a narrow ledge trying to grab hold of my pussy. <laughs> Irish village goes gay for a day. Oh, has it? I know. A village in Ireland is going gay for a day in what is thought to be the smallest gay pride event in the world. Today... So less than Cornwall. Yes. Listen, listen to this. Today, which was Sunday, the tiny coastal hamlet of East Quay in County Sligo, which has just two shops, two pubs, mm-hmm. two butchers. What do you need two, pu- two butchers for? Uh, and a post office. M- maybe they have a run on meat. Is urging heterosexual g- residents to go gay as an act of solidarity. We are hoping to attract around 80 people out of a population of just 250, says Aww. Denise Clark. She's a 48-year-old interior designer and has lived in East Quay for 10 years. Right. There's a trend now in Ireland where gay people are leaving the big cities and returning to their rural roots, she said. It is no so longer... Rural an roots or oral roots? Rural roots. OK, I was just checking. It is no longer a necessity yeah. to, to, to run off to Dublin or London or Manchester to come out. Oh, it is. As a society, we have moved on and are more broad-minded and accepting. Well, everyone has to go to Manchester to come out, don't they? should they? do. It's the best, the best place to I, go. I it? thought that was what everyone did. And if, they, and if my boyfriend hadn't, I wouldn't have met him. Oh. Sometimes I be, wish he was still there. Yeah. still be single and still be single. on the shelf. I'll tell you what, it would be, though. Thin. Mm. Anyway. Oh. Are you saying that you've relaxed into the relationship and now you've started putting weight on and that's what you're blaming it on? No, you, you can cook and I can't. Ah, right. That's what it is. Yes, I've seen your cooking. Yes. Beans on toast, anyone? Uh, yes. Denise admitted that when she first moved to East Key ten years ago, she was ostracised. Ooh, a little avert. People were afraid of the new lesbian in town, she said. One woman even rang around the local farmers to warn them that their wives could be in danger. Oh. I'm just ringing you up to let you know that there is a lesbian in town and really, you know, you just want to keep your wife, you know, locked to the kitchen because I'd be terrible if she turned into one of them homosexuals. Ooh, nasty gash. She could have a nasty gash as well, you know. Indeed. Indeed, there was a lot of fear and some ignorance, but an event like this today helps dispel those myths and brings the town folk together. The local store manager said... Gay people are the same as everybody else. No, we're not. He has lived in East Key all his life, helping rebuild two churches in the area and knows everyone in the town. Ireland is a tolerant place now, thank God, he said. Rural Ireland has grown up. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Fabulous time. So I hope that'll look fab- Perhaps we'll go next year. Should we make it the biggest event next year? Well, we'll make it slight, turn up. slightly bigger. Double yeah. the turnout. Yeah. Make it eight. Mm. Hmm. Marvellous. Mm. Anything? I've also got to tell you, the survey set to reveal a number of the number of gay clergy in the Church of England. Oh, right. I think yes. you'll find it's 95%. A national survey of the number of homosexual clergy in the Church of England will take place this year, according to gay rights campaigners. Inclusive Church, a network of individuals and organisations working for better recognition of minorities, says the survey will be the first of its kind and will prove that lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgendered clergy play a crucial role in the everyday life of the Church. It's an online survey, so it'll be all right. It's Tuesday night, money's tied. Latest from Dartmouth is, apparently they're going to make it into the Dartmouth Chronicle. Mm-hmm. It's the first same-sex ceremony in the venue, which is a local arty-farty theatre place. Yes. And the manager there is very excited, as are we, it mm. says. OK, promise not to go on and on about it. I think you've gone on and on about mm. it already. I'd just like to say... Well done, congratulations, because obviously I've not been invited because I'm not a close personal friend, I'm just someone they know through the radio, but I'd just like to well do. 
You don't really exist then, do you? No, I don't. You're just a voice. Actually, I'm a figment of your imagination. Lord, I wish People you People just think you're absolutely mental. I could, I could take pills to get rid of it. Right, a uh, UK psychiatrist urged to drop the gay cure therapy. Prompted mm-hmm. by the recent American Psychological Association's decision to dissuade members from offering cures for homosexuality, British secularists have asked the Royal College of Psychiatrists to follow suit. So there you go, I'm not reading oh. all that. It's on the pink paper, that one. Is it? He says, I don't know why they're advertising where to get the pink paper. Mm. They don't, uh, in a shop, they don't actually print it anymore. Don't they? No. No. It's just, just available online. Online. In online. On digital. And um, on <laughs> the <laughs> wrong radio station. <laughs> oh, apparently, it was um, it was Brighton Pride of the week, wasn't it? And apparently, it rained mm. rather. So, how's he's not the only one that gets rained on? Apparently, right at the end of the day, it, they, it got torrential rain. Oh, nasty! No, but there was a load of um, Nando's men. Uh, who went? Who brightened it all up? Apparently, Nan- Nando's men. What are Nando's men? Well, they're models representing Nando's. Oh, are they? They must have been chickens. Then oh. they do look quite young. Yes, looking at this picture. Oh, really? Oh, actually, let's hope they come to Manchester. Mm. It's not long till our Gay Pride event, is it, darling? I know. We're only a couple of weekends away from it. Lordy, we are, aren't we? No. Hold to the Gay Bank holiday. Oh, oh, crumbs! It's just a. It's just over what three weeks? Oh. Is it in three weeks? Will we have, will we be fed up and tired of it all? Will Probably, we have Probably, indeed. And of course, on the twenty sixth of August, the Wednesday before, you can go to the um, Secrets and Lives George House Trust event at the Fogger Bucket. Tickets are only four pounds. Four pounds. You can get more information on that on www.tuesdaynightout.co.uk. Do you know what the concessions are? What? You don't have to wear sling bags. Oh no, you can get in for a pound mm. if you've got concessions. That's the end of the latest Tuesday Night Out podcast. It certainly is. No, I'm sorry, I got that line all the way through it. I'm not doing any more, I'm going. Thank you. you get all the best lines. Brilliant, he's gone. Don't forget, you can get the podcast from www.tuesdaynightout.co.uk and you can catch us live every Tuesday, 9 to 11pm, on www.wfmradio.org and on 97.2 across South Manchester. That's your lot. Go on, get lost. Bye.